Many Bodies, July 28, 2021. I have learned that our physical bodies, whether we like it or not, are permeable to energies, influences, and even beings from other dimensions. This is because while our bodies seem to exist in isolation as a finite entity, they are actually a finely tuned instrument that exists simultaneously on and within every dimension. These other dimensions are not subject to our seemingly implacable physical laws, and the more in tune we are with those other dimensions, a very apt description, as the dimensions operate in terms of frequencies and resonance, it is easier for us to circumnavigate what seem like irrefutable laws of our world. The results look, to a casual observer, like magic. Indeed, regardless of the increasing rapidity and ease of these manifesting physical and metaphysical miracles in my life, they never stop feeling like magic. I had a strange teacher for this lesson, actually. It was, of all things, a legion of parasites. Before coming to France, I lived for a time in the Appalachian Mountains. While there, I spoke to a seer, a recluse and oracle named Judith, who directed me to read the Essene Gospel of Peace. Within this text, Jesus teaches his followers how to cleanse their bowels. I followed his instructions and, with apologies to my more sensitive readers, on the fourth day, released a number of white worms, upwards of eight inches long. Shaken and shocked, I embarked on a full-scale battle to reclaim my body. As I fought to rid myself of these unwelcome entities, I began to wonder where they had come from. Parasites live on the life force of the body, draining vitality and nourishment. They also live I learned, in a place within the intestines that corresponds to the pituitary gland of the brain, also known as the master gland. This means they can send direct signals to the part of the brain that commands the entire glandular system, essentially manipulating the body from within. Once I learned that my body had been harboring parasites, so much of my life made sense. For them to manipulate the very command center of the brain is the ultimate form of gaslighting. We are often urged to listen to the voice of our body, but for so many years I was bewildered as to why my body was telling me to do things I knew were destructive, like drink alcohol and eat too much sugar. I felt like I couldn't trust myself or the voices that spoke from within. I felt unclean, but didn't know why. I did not want to be in my own skin. My relationship with food, and indeed with my body itself, had over the years become deeply adversarial. I would starve myself for long periods of time and exercise until I was close to dropping. I did not know how to rest. I understand now that this was an instinctive reaction to the parasites I hadn't known I was harboring. In fact, there were adversaries, and they operated from within the body itself. I know, I know now why I was wary of eating anything. A part of me understood that each time I did, I was only feeding the voracious perpetrators of my own illness. 
When I rested, it was they who gained strength. When I ate, it was they who were nourished and fed. Through my battle with parasites, I learned how we are so much more than just a physical body. We have subtle bodies, emotional, mental, spiritual, and I discovered on a visceral level that each of these bodies exists as a perfect mirror of all the others. As I engaged in conscious battle with the unholy entities within me, I finally understood that if I had parasites in my physical body, I must also have them in these other bodies. I began to think about this. An emotional parasite could be shame or guilt. A mental parasite could be self-doubt. A spiritual parasite could be a contract or connection to other souls that are harmful to me. These soul contracts, I understood, showed up consistently in my life as toxic, cruel, or exploitative relationships. These especially took the, took the form of intimate relationships. Like a parasite, the other person would take and take. I never felt like I could ever give enough for them to truly feel loved. I would give all I had, and still it wasn't enough. With many of these people, I became small, undernourished, and contracted. I was enthralled to these relationships. I felt I would die if I left them. In truth, it was they who would die if I left. They had not yet discovered their own divinity, their own life force, and they depended on my strength and my love for survival. This is why they clung so tightly, guarded me so jealously. I was their food, their fire, their light. I could not become too strong, or I would leave them, and yet I could not be wholly broken, or I would be of no use to them. I understood, finally, why I had to be small and frozen and yet alive. At that point, the battle against these parasites had morphed for me into a shamanic battle for my very soul. I realized that to truly rid myself of parasites, I would need to address every one of my bodies, not just my physical body. So, my cleansing took, and still takes, the form of an uncompromising purging of parasitic thought forms, emotions, and relationships in addition to anything that may be inside of me physically. It has felt like a long, slow, arduous battle. The physical overhaul of my body has left me exhausted. It has been almost three months of fasting, cleanses, and ozone therapy where my very blood was infused with light and transfused back into my veins. I learned recently, however, that the physical parasites have been totally purged. I was given confirmation of this fact in a miraculous way. The moment I beheld what had been operating in secret within my deepest bowels was so overwhelming, so horrifying, that my angels knew the announcement of their release must be both dramatic and unmistakable. So this is what they gave me. This is how it came about. I work very closely with my dreams. I will speak more on this later, but I have found that dreams offer a powerful realm for learning and transformation. As such, one of my nightly practices is to set an intention before falling asleep. 
I then receive messages in my dreams that lead me toward the fulfillment of that intention. One night, last week, while still in the Abbey, I asked to be cleansed once and for all of all parasites. I was very clear about this, and somehow there was absolutely no doubt in my mind that it would be done. That night, I had a dream where a number of glistening white worms floated dead in the water. I only caught a glimpse of them, but that moment of beholding is seared forever in my vision. I was able to look upon them not with revulsion, but with a sense of wonder. The dream state somehow rendered them a strange and otherworldly beauty that they most certainly did not have in waking life. The next morning, I woke up to an unsolicited message from a friend. He said that the moment he had opened his eyes, he somehow knew that the parasites were gone from my body. I read that in wonder, and I remembered my dream, but even then I felt I couldn't be sure. Later that day, I had forgotten all about the dream and the message. I was having a cup of, a cup of tea with Marie at Le Café. We had fallen silent for a time, each lost in our own thoughts. Finally, she looked at me and said slowly, Something happened. She paused as if gathering herself, and then went on in a rush. This morning, I opened my garbage bin, and there were worms in there! Tons of worms! When I opened the bag, I had no idea where they had come from or how they had gotten there. I was almost throwing up. It was so heavy with worms, I couldn't lift it. I had to get my husband to take it outside. I was shocked, astonished, and speechless. It was as though my angels were hovering around me. Do you believe now? They seemed to be asking. I know now my body is my own. I can trust its voice. I can tune in finally without fear or doubt. I realize I am embarking on a new relationship with my body now, one of trust and communication and openness. It is a strange feeling and one that will take practice. In my other bodies, the doubts and shame are still there, though over time I know they will become more and more faint. The soul clearing though, I know, has happened. The contracts and agreements and relationships that deadened me are gone. The people who held these contracts are cleared. They cannot reach me again.